Hello and welcome to the Frankly Speaking podcast. The podcast is brought to you by Toastmasters International District 60. Toastmasters International is an educational organization that teaches communication and leadership skills through the vehicle of public speaking. On our show today, you'll get to know the fascinating people in our district and dive into their ideas, opinions, and stories. And now, here's Wendy Williamson, the 2020-2021 District 60 Director and the host for this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the District 60 Podcast, Frankly Speaking. I am Wendy Williamson, your District 60 Director. I'm thrilled today to have as my guest a very special Toastmaster. You might even say a bit of a VIP in our ranks. Although our guest today is not a direct member of District 60, she is an honorable member because of her strong connection to District 60 and all the help she provides us. Please help me welcome Jenny Lee Taylor, our Toastmasters International Region 6 Director. Thank you for being with us, Jenna Lee. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to share this time with you. To start, can you tell us a little bit about your Toastmasters journey, kind of your Toastmasters bio? How long have you been in Toastmasters and why you joined? It seems like so long ago. I have been a Toastmaster for almost 14 years. I don't like doing the math very often. I joined Toastmasters not because I was afraid of public speaking. In fact, I loved it. I have been on the stage since about the age of six. I was in theater. I would do plays. I would do musicals. I used to record cassette tapes and go up and down my grandparents' streets selling them to their neighbors. I was not afraid of the stage. However, I was afraid to talk as myself whenever I was in a business meeting or in social settings. When I was in, on a stage, I was someone else. But when I was in a business setting, I was me. So obviously everyone was judging me, obviously. And in social settings or in networking settings for, for work, people started to notice that fear. And my boss pulled me aside. He had been a Toastmaster for a few years. And he said, have I got the organization for you? The first meeting that I attended as a guest, I joined. At the end of that meeting, one of the members came up to me and said, you know what? I was supposed to give a speech next week. I can't be here. Most people give their icebreakers on their, their first or second meeting. You should just give your icebreaker next week. What do you say? And because I didn't know any better, I said yes. And that started my Toastmasters journey. Gave my icebreaker my first official meeting as a Toastmaster and never looked back. Well, that's a bit of an inspiration <laughs> to us all. <laughs> as we try and get people to participate as quickly as possible. You really? don't know what you don't know. That's, <laughs> that's the moral of the story. So really, communication was one of the reasons why you started Toastmasters. Just before we go on, where are you located, Jenna Lee? 
I am located in Northeast Ohio. Okay. And the Toastmasters world flourishes in Northeast Ohio also? It does all over. In Northeast Ohio, I am in District 10. We are relatively a smaller district than your fabulous district. We have right around 100 active clubs in District 10. So we are smaller than District 60. So going back to your Toastmaster journey, you really did start Toastmasters for communication. Yes. But on a business level. Correct. Correct. But leadership was not far behind the speaking opportunities. And again, much like the you don't know what you don't know aspect, only a few months into my tenure, the president of the club had to step down in the middle of the Toastmasters year. There weren't very many options within the club for individuals who wanted to step up. And I was approached to take on the opportunity of president. I was elected midterm and then elected again the next year to take on a full term as president not really knowing the organization, not knowing what I was getting myself into, but just saying, why not? Just jumping in and taking on the role. I didn't know better. (laughs) (laughs) But, but you took the chance. I did. And leadership is about taking the chance. Leadership is about going out of your comfort zone. I'm sure when you took on the president's role, uh, as I did only a few months into Toastmasters and went, what am I doing? That was certainly the feeling I had when I became president. What is this? Did you have that same feeling when you started out in your first leadership role? Absolutely. I didn't even know what a CC or a DTM, all of these initials, the alphabet soup just flying at you. But I wasn't alone. And I'm sure you had that same comfort and security of knowing that you were not in this alone. You had your fellow officers, you had your club members, you had other presidents within the district, you had world headquarters, you had guides, you had mentors. And that's the best part about Toastmasters. There has never been one step, one role, one opportunity that I have had to go it alone. And I think that that is the most comforting and secure part about leadership within this organization is that you don't have to do it by yourself. There's no no failure because there's always someone there to support you and guide you and help you. So that was your first opportunity of stepping up into a leadership role. Yes. And obviously, after that exposure and that experience, you didn't run away. (laughs) You didn't say, okay, I've done it. I'm out. (laughs) That's it. I I have my credit. I don't need any more. I can move on. Check. Box checked. I'm good. No. I think that the wonderful thing about leadership is that, yes, you grow, you advance, but you see growth in other people. And that's why I've stayed in Toastmasters. It's not just 
what I am getting out of the organization. Yes, I am a much different person now than I was 14 years ago. I am a stronger leader. I am a more advanced speaker. I am much more poised than I was 14 years ago. And I credit that to this organization. However, I stay because of the growth that I see in other people. I stay because I am able to help guide and mentor others through this wonderful organization. And that's not an opportunity that I would get every day in, in everyday life. So being able to help others through that process is why I stay. And that's why I stay in leadership within the organization is to be that support system, to tell someone else, you've got this. It's okay. I can help you here. Take my hand. Even if it's as simple as stepping up to be Toastmaster for the first time. I had a member in my home club who was terrified to take on the role of Toastmaster. She felt that if she took on Toastmaster and did something wrong, the entire club was going to implode. So she refused to be Toastmaster. She gave speeches. She was timer, did everything else, would never be Toastmaster. I said, what if I just sit right next to the lectern with you? I'll go up with you every time. I'll just sit right there next to you. And I did. And she was wonderful. She was wonderful. It's just knowing that you can be that support system for someone else. It sounds like leadership opportunities are there. We just have to get ourselves out of the picture and just do it. And outside of your club bubble sometimes. Yes. Yes. What what do you think a metaphor, if you were to think of of a metaphor for what leadership means to you, what, what would you think of? I picture walking through the forest. So you're, you're going on a walk through a forest. You're not alone. You have people with you. But if you're a leader, you're in front of the group. You hold that machete. You are in charge of clearing the path. You have to cut down the vines. You have to cut down the trees. You are in charge of that final destination. And that's hard. Some might even think that it's impossible. No, you are the first to deal with the unknown. There could be snakes, spiders, cliffs. You don't know what's in front of you. Pandemics. Pandemics. You have no idea. But you also have that responsibility of the people behind you. And they're back there asking, where are we going? How are we going to get there? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of responsibility. But they're there to support you too. So there's a lot of attention to detail and it's moving forward as a group. You just have that machete in your hand to clear the path. When you think about the leadership roles that you have taken on, you've been in club, you've been in district, now you're an international level. 
How are the, the leadership rules similar and how are they different? How do they expand yourself as a person and as a professional? I think for me, the similarity is easy. It's the motivation behind them and that's the people. My motivation for being in leadership is always the people. It's never about me. I never take on a leadership opportunity to see what I can get out of it. That will never be my first thought is what am I going to gain from taking this step? Yes, I learn lessons along the way, but that's never my main guiding factor. So the other people have always been the similarity. And I think that others see that in leaders because no one cares about the title. No one cares if you're club president. No one cares if you're district director. They just care if you care. They just care if you care. And if you care, they will follow you. Otherwise, you're just taking a walk in the woods. I do think the relationship building, the relationships that you find and nurture at every level of, of leadership, uh, to me, is the foundation of everything. The rest are just tasks. Exactly. That have to be done. Yep. And tick, tick boxes. Exactly. So let's talk about, for just a moment, two things. Overcoming the why not And the question, what are your plans for next year? So talk a bit about the why not. Everyone will come up with a million reasons why not to do something. There will always be the reason not to step up into leadership. I don't have enough time. Uh, there has to be someone better than me to do this. Uh, I don't have enough experience. Uh, do I really want to take this on? Mm, do I have the right skills? No, you never have enough time. No, you never have all of the skills. No, no, you will always be able to talk yourself out of it. Don't give in to the why not. Don't give in to the why not. Think of the whys, dig deeper. So unlock your potential. Think about who you can inspire by stepping up. Think about what you can learn. Think about what you could teach to other people. What have you talked yourself out of already? Just by giving in and saying, eh, yeah. Nah, I'm not quite ready for that. Think about how much farther you can go if you don't listen to that voice inside of your head. The skills will get there. You'll be able to learn the function of the job. There's a handbook. There's a guide. You have mentors. Failure is not an option. There are people to support you. You're not alone. There's someone to hold your hand. 
don't give in to that inner voice. Don't give in to that inner voice. Somebody is there to support you every step of the way. And I think that's the most important thing to remember. As you go into a leadership role, every leadership role I've had, when I got to the six-month mark, I always stop and go, oh, I wish I knew everything that I have learned over the last six months when I started. Yep. Can, I, can I do a do-over? <laughs> can I start again? Because I've learned so much in these last six months. And that is when you wake up and go, wow. Yeah, there's been a lot of work. Yes, there's been a lot of planning, a lot of emails, a lot of meetings. But look at how far I've come that I wouldn't have come. Exactly. So that segues into the next question that we should be asking everybody, which is, what are your plans for next year? So what are your plans for next year? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am currently serving my second term as region advisor. And as region advisor, that is my term limit. Region advisor is a one term or a one year term with the option to be appointed for a second term. So this is it for me. District 60, you get a brand new region advisor next year. We should find out in just a couple of months who that is. Drum roll, please. So next year, I look forward to transitioning the new region advisor to make sure that he or she gets all of the information they need to be able to guide, mentor, and support the leaders of District 60 in the best way possible. I'm looking forward to continuing to mentor and guide individuals within Toastmasters and being a plain old Toastmaster for a while. Oh, I don't think plain old Toastmasters (laughs) could ever describe you. There's too much glitter involved. There is a little bit of glitter involved. That is true. (laughs) Any last words before we finish off as we try and encourage our fellow members to go out of their comfort zone, to look at the opportunities and the possibilities of leadership at whatever level, whether it's club, district, trio, any last words to really encourage people to go in that direction? Absolutely. Ask questions. Ask questions. There are opportunities for you. Inside of the club, you have your leadership opportunities as as a club leader. If you're not quite ready to be a club officer, go to club officer training anyway. Learn the roles. Go to the training learn the responsibilities so that when you are ready to take that next step, you are prepared. Or take on the position of planning an event for the club, an open house, or one of the contests within the club. That's a great leadership opportunity. Or seek out the district leadership committee chair to ask questions about the opportunities at the district level. Some of those opportunities are an elected position. Some are appointed by the incoming district director. So there are a plethora of opportunities 
for you to step up, step outside of your comfort zone, grab that machete, cut some new paths for yourself and inspire people along the way. Thank you so much, Jenna Lee Taylor, our Toastmasters International Region 6 Advisor. You are contributing to our success in District 60 all this year, and we want to thank you for that. We also want to thank you for your time today and sharing such great insight into how as Toastmasters, our leadership journey can give us so many opportunities for growth, both personally and professionally. Best wishes for the new year, for your new year, and all the wonderful opportunities that I know will come your way. Thank you, Jen Lee Taylor, Region 6 Advisor. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on our podcast today. If you liked our show and want to know more, check out our podcast page at Toastmasters60.com. That's Toastmasters60.com. You can leave us a comment or share this episode with a friend. If you're not a member of Toastmasters, a special thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to know more about how Toastmasters can help you reach your personal and professional goals, visit our website at Toastmasters60.com to find a club near you. As part of the Toastmasters International family, District 60 serves Toronto and Eastern Ontario. Improve your communication and leadership skills by joining a club today. Thanks to our podcast production team, David Batchen and Bruce Richardson. Please join us again soon as we speak frankly with another member of our Toastmasters family.